0: This depressive episode of mine—it will not uh, leave. So why don't we have my pain be your gain? I think I have some ideas. Uh, let's have a bit of a ramble about structure and mindsets and perspectives. You <laughs> is fun trifical. You are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Welcome to the uh, podcast. This is what we're doing right now. We're doing a podcast. Yeah, welcome to that. This is a podcast and I welcome you to it. First of all, I want to send a shout out to a five star review that I got. I want to send a thank you out to indiecustomfurniture.com. That's their name. Thank you for the awesome review, IndyCustomFurniture.com. I love that that's your name because I picture that your parents named you that and they used you as a marketing tool as you grew up. So there you are in third grade and the teacher's doing a roll call and she's like, Johnson, are you here? IndyCustomFurniture.com, Johnson. And you're like, yeah, I'm here, uh, and my dad wants everyone to know that this weekend uh, there's 50% off all custom upholstered couches, uh, y- you don't want to miss out, and um, can I pass out these flyers, Mrs. McCrackers? She's like, sit down, Mr. Johnson. Yeah, but I it is indiecustomfurniture.com, Johnson, sit down. Not today. I love that. Oh, good times. Good times. All righty. Do you guys mind if I ramble a bit? This, so... We think of structure and I say we, but I mean, I mean, me, I, and by assumption you, because, you know, I think we're all similar, but we think of structure as a prison. It dramatically, it represents the complete destruction of my free will and my creative whimsical nature. That's how it feels. My whims, this thing that connects me to my spirit and my joy of being a human. And then there's structure, which represents this slog, these shackles, expectations. It's like a depressing job. Life is work, life is a scramble, and it's a frustration. I don't know about you guys, but I don't have money to break out of the shackles of life's obligations. Very few of us do. You know, we can't fly to some remote mountain, live in a cave with a yogi who teaches us how to connect with God and float. And I don't know, like shoot Reiki lasers. I have to feed my kids. I have to get them to school, go to work, help you guys, fucking shower, eat well. I have to work out. and I'd have to be surprised by my car registration that that comes every year. And I'd, every year I'm like, oh, I didn't plan for you god i hope it's not a smog check one and oh my god it's a smog check one great everything that is extra is automatically too much and the answer to all this is to clamp down on structure fuck you we've got a real dilemma on our hands here and i say dilemma it's i'm actually saying dilemma it's a dilemma, but I like to speak of it in a romantic French way. It is a dilemma. We have a very massive dilemma to figure out. I will just tell you that, from my own experience, more structure allows for more free time. You don't have to take my word for it. You can just try it. I've I've done a structure episode. It's back at episode eighteen. I only say that because it's titled ADHD and structure. I mean, that's my best bet of where you'll find that. And I'm not going back and listening to it because I don't want to hear myself. But more structure does equal more free time. It's some kind of a dark magic that I don't fully get, but there it is. But you don't actually have to become a different person to try structure in small bits. Sometimes people think this stuff, it all has to be changed uh, with a new mindset. And oh, I think this is a hot topic for me right now just because I've seen that word pop up so much God, and if somebody tells me to change my mindset, I am going to shit. I am literally going to shit. I'm going to poop them. That's my promise to you guys. You tell me to change my mindset, I'll poop them. Right here, right now, it'll be uncomfortable for everybody. Here's my problem with this. And you know, I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, reach out, convince me. I'm open. I am always open for business. I actually, side note here, uh, an ADHD coach listened to the episode on where I was talking about how I don't understand how people with ADHD can reflect on your week. I don't even remember what I ate yesterday. How can I reflect on an entire week? Well, she swears by it. She does it. And she's gonna come onto the show and teach us how to do that. It's clearly going to be some sort of a black magic spell. I, you know, but I'm open. I'm open to some of the dark arts. But here's my thinking on the old mindset. Yeah, it, mindset's a frame of mind, it's how you fundamentally believe something. Like, and I asked the AI chat G- GTV thing, it's my new fun toy. What's an example of a growth mindset? Cause that's the big popular thing right now, right? One of the answers was, well, failure is a necessary part of a learning process, and I use it as a chance to learn and improve. So there's a set mind. It's your your ingrained mental habits, attitudes, beliefs, and so people are like, okay, so switch it. Adopt a new one. But when I already fundamentally believe something, like, you know, let's say failure hurts and is proof that I suck as a person and I'm not meant to succeed. I'll go, oh, okay. So... <laughs> That's a, that's not a great mindset. That's not very growth mindset-y, but I fundamentally want to believe something else. That's a process. There's subconscious shit at play here. So that's not easy for an ADHD brain. I don't think that's easy for anybody, really, but that's really not easy for me. I'm more like, okay, I have a problem. Tell me how to fix it. And then I'm going to fix it. When? I'm going to fix it now. Starting right now. What can I do? And then I'm going to consider it 100% fixed. I have it already fixed. So if any of this stuff doesn't work right now, I'm going to hate myself and I'm going to feel stuck and hopeless. That to me, it's on par with my view on affirmations, which I think... Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not sold on, right? Our brains are just too powerful for that. We've talked about that in the past. If I say I love myself a thousand times in my mirror, my brain a thousand times will find creative ways to tell me how full of shit I am. Even if at my deepest core, that I know that that's the place, like that's the fire I would love to kindle. It's just not a it's not an effective strategy for my brain. You know what it can do? I can play with my perspective, which is different. It's a little bit different. It's similar to mindset, but it's, except it's easier. Perspective is the lens that we use to look at the world. You know, we can, we can try on a lens. It's an external thing. And ADHD is all about getting shit outside of our heads. So this thing in life feels gloomy and awful when that's quite a dark gray filter, right? Well, what would that look like with a sunny filter? You know, the person just cut me off on the freeway. I hate that person. He did it because he's a douchebag. He's the bane of humanity. Okay, well, that's a that's, um, pretty jagged lens. <laughs> well, what if I try on a new lens? What if I, what if I play, right? What if uh, the guy didn't see me because he's stressed out because he's racing home to his sick kid? What if that? I would feel maybe empathy. I would hope he gets there. I would forgive the horrific act of cutting me off in traffic. And both of these perspectives are based on absolute bullshit. None of it's true. We just see through whatever lens we've got on in the moment. Like if we're having a good day, we probably have a good day lens on. All this to me is really about having a more fluid perspective, challenging the perspectives, or I'll say play with them, playing with our perspectives. And ultimately we can decide what we want to believe, but doing actual things that play with those perspectives, maybe over time we will gradually adopt a new mindset. Maybe it occurs naturally naturally. You know, you're not, we're not force feeding it. Like if you play with your perspectives about your failures and you try on different lenses for that, maybe you get to the point where over time you do fundamentally believe that failures are learning experiences. But until then, it's just a goddamn quote right, on a motivational poster. You know, it's like failure leads to success. Like, yeah, yeah. We all know that. It's a big eye roll for me right now. But That could also be because I'm still mucking around in this uh, depressive episode. It's all very overwhelming. Allow me to ramble further upon this. Sometimes things will be really tough. And playing with perspectives doesn't quite cut it. And you're like, wait, wait, there's not one solution fits everything. Shit. Now, specifically, I'll refer to my my current depressive episode, which, you know, I'm still very functional. Nobody would ever call it. You and I go out for dinner. You'd never know it unless we're literally talking about it. I'm just too busy being happy to be with you and and seeing your smile or making you laugh. That's why I'm there. I want to see your smile. I want to see you laugh. But it's when I'm alone. That's when I'm, it's that life, there's this sadness. Like uh, the, the way I would define it, it's like the squeeze of life closes in on me and, and I'm just trying to get the hell out of it. And I cannot currently think my way out of it. I can't seem to put on a different lens. You know, and I can't reason my way out of it. So I have to do myself out of it. And not in the way that you're thinking that I just said that. Uh, I have tried to masturbate my way out of it. Uh, it feels amazing, but it doesn't seem to work. God, if only that worked, we, how so very few of us would be depressed. So very, very few. I have to do things. I, I do. Th- it doesn't make sense. Do things myself out of it. I just you know you know what I mean task formations that's it. if you've never heard me talk about task formations, they are what affirmations should be. It's a task that you do that's in alignment with the affirmation that you wish was true or that you believed you know, like I love myself, that's a popular one, you know, and that's okay. well, you know that's I'm not big into mirror talk, obviously, but go for a leisure walk. that is something that a person who cares for themselves would do they they do that shit. it's a task. And I can use my ADHD tools and strategies to move forward on it. And now it's a data point for my brain to prove it wrong about what a piece of garbage I think I am. I'm like, oh yeah, brain, you think I suck? Well, guess what? I went on a walk, so uh-huh, you suck. A way to get through a lot of this uh, for me has been to active curiosity in myself and forcing my brain to answer positively phrased questions. So maybe you're like me and depression has life feeling like this overflowing suck bucket whatever. Okay. So for example, we see uh, laundry piled up on the bed. That was true for me while writing this. It's been clean for a week. It's in the place where I wish another human would be at night. And oh God, how lonely and sad. And well, nobody would love a 47 year old that's lonely and sad and can't put away his fucking laundry. So that's me, right? Oh, bleh. That's my, my My fundamental view is that I'm a 47 year old child who will always be alone that's a fucking doozy of a mindset. I don't think that's a growth mindset. I have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's not for growth. But if we're asking the right questions, you know, the brain answers everything when we ask. So if we're asking, why is life so hard for me? Why does everybody hate me? Why do I always leave laundry on the bed? The the brain will give all the necessary negative information. And that will make us feel not good, right? Like laundry's on the bed because I'm a child. I'm lazy. I'm a loser. I'm hopeless. I don't have a very forgiving lens for that. And because I've asked that question in the same kind of way, you know, why, 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 why? And the answer's always the same. We can kind of spiral and feel hopeless. Like, when am I ever going to get my shit together? This keeps happening. It compounds, it becomes bigger and it becomes ingrained in us. But what if we, got non-judgmentally curious, asked the right questions. And so I experimented with this for myself. So I asked, how can I fix my laundry problem? The first answer that comes to me was create a method for completing the laundry and know what done means. Great ADHD advice. That's how you finish a project. Brilliant. Well, that's great. A method would be wonderful. The problem here is that that's for the future. That's to be forgotten. Tonight, when I start watching TV, it's to be forgotten an hour from now. It satiates the moment. It changes nothing. It achieves nothing. I know how I am. I'm not interested in that. Okay. So if I, what if I tried a different one? If I phrased it a little bit different, like what could I do to tackle this particular laundry pile today? The answer that my brain spits out is, well, when my alarm goes off on this particular work session, I could use my 15 minute break to put laundry away and I'll set a timer. Okay. And that's what I'm going to do. So it's actionable now. And that's what I did. And I do not currently have laundry on my bed. Yippee-dee-doo this doesn't take away that I will most likely leave laundry on my bed next time. This doesn't create some grand new rule or habit that suddenly makes me one of those grown-ups that always finishes the laundry. This gives me my path to finish a thing without beating myself up about it. That's What I need, I see a thing to do. I ask the right question. I use the tools, and I do it. This is more about finding a path out of "I suck." This will never change. Why? 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 (laughs) And we're taking the self-loathing out of it. We're taking all the emotion out of it, really. Because especially in depression, especially in my depression, I'll just I'll speak for myself. These emotions—they're not helping. It's a task that I notice needs to be done. I caught myself noticing that it needs to be done what can I do to get it done? And I'll just have to do it sad. And and the task formation moves the needle forward. And there's a little tiny microscopic boost at the end of doing it. So great. Now I tried the same thing for my depressive episode. So my first question as an experiment was, why can't I be happy anymore? And oh my God. Oh my God that's just fucking awful. And so the answers that came back, uh, I'm stretched too thin. I suck as a dad. I'm, I suck as an employee. I'm a loser. I'm too old. I fucking, um, it was just, it was a whole bunch of garbage. Um, and so in God, I can just, just saying it out loud, the heaviness of it all. I know it's all bullshit, but you know what? That's, that's not how depression works. It's all real. It's a hundred percent real. So it's not helpful. So, but what if I changed that question to a positive one just for this experiment? And so I said, how can I feel happy right now? And the answer that my brain spat out was so damn literal. Try laughing. <laughs> it was It was. It's so literal. And I just started laughing. It's kind of more about how stupid and obvious it was. It was just a quick chuckle. Just funny at how accurate the brain is. I, that's literally how to feel happy right now <laughs> It would be to laugh. And so the funny thing is, in that brief tiny little moment. Okay. There was happy in there. It didn't fix any of my life problems, but my brain answered the goddamn question. How can I feel happy right now? This is not a depression cure. A lot of this is chemical. And some of us, I mean, myself included, we might need medicinal support. I'm not a doctor about it, but you know, and some of us can benefit from learning how to use the brain to do its fucking job to help us instead of Uh, allowing it to punch us down. It's another thing to play with, like play with how you ask questions, play with yourself. I am not going to say it. You're going to have to say it. If it's going to be said, you're saying it, but you know how like we learn things with our, our limbs. Like I, Oh, I learned a finger trick. Look at these things that I learned how to do with my fingers. That's it's the same with our brain. You know, like, look what I can do when I ask myself a question phrased like this, my brain actually computes in a different way. Okay. So where are we at here? I don't even... challenges? Do you guys want to challenge? How about you play with your perspectives this week? Let's do that. Let's try on some different lenses just to see how the world might look if it had some different colors on it. You know, taste it a little bit different. Why not? You know, ask some positive questions. Or if you find yourself making assumptions, there you go. Ask yourself, well, what else could this be? It doesn't matter. It's just a different assumption. They're both going to be wrong. They're both bullshit. It <laughs> doesn't mean you have to believe it. Just play. You know, what if it get your brain in the game of playing and then let me know if you have any insights about that stuff. I love hearing about your insights and that'll do it. I suppose. Thank you guys for sitting through the ramble. Hope you guys got something out of it. If you are getting something out of the podcast, I would appreciate it. If you guys would please consider rating it on Spotify, maybe leaving a review like indiecustomfurniture.com Johnson did. Uh, That would be great. And also, if you guys want to get some insanely affordable ADHD help, you can hang out with me and the School Spaghetti Masters every day. We're in the ADHD Big Brother Forum. Link will be in the show notes. You can get external accountability. Watch the videos, download the resources. It's all for the price of a simple dinner once a month. And that's where I live. You Join, come say hi. We even started a sobriety accountability situation. Oh my God, addiction is a motherfucker for us. So we are getting our shit together, together. Come be a part of it. Um, That feels pretty damn good. All right. With that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And I will talk to you later.